Welcome to My Word with John Lewis. Here we are again, back to the reverse Lone Ranger bank robber look. When face masks became compulsory in July last year, I self-consciously wore one down the street, half expecting someone to burst out laughing and point me out for being a goody two-shoes at best, or a wannabe outlaw at worst. When I pulled one on for the first time, it was an awkward experience. Were my ears big enough? My nose felt enormous. Would I die if I sneezed? Then I realised everybody else was wearing a mask. Eight months later, we wear masks like a familiar hat or a pair of sunnies. I carry an emergency mask in the car. I also have one in my man bag and in a jacket pocket. They have become second nature and invisible. But they do remain as powerful symbols of compliance, the curtailment of individual rights for the public good and the triumph of science. Of course, not everyone sees it this way. There are still pockets of anti-maskers, as there are anti-vaxxers. There are still those who see themselves in the vanguard of freedom fighters blasting down the highway on screaming eagles in a blazing trail of smoke dancing beneath the diamond sky with one hand waving free and a finger up to all the choking sheeple following behind. I felt like this when I was 16 with my first motorbike, long hair and a guitar slung around my shoulders like a machine gun. I was invincible and unchained. Society's shackles were falling away like paper. That was then. This is now. Freedom is no longer about saying what you want, making up your own rules and disobeying the ones you don't like. Cultural freedom fighters today leave behind a trail of death fueled by the arrogance of the privileged and the safe. I read an interesting article this week which used phrases like loose and tight to describe cultures like Japan which has a population of 126 million and yet has had only 5,000 COVID deaths, whereas Mexico, with a similarly sized population, has seen 150,000 and rising deaths from the dreaded virus. The Guardian article was written by Michel Guilfon, professor of psychology at the University of Maryland and author of a 2019 book on the role that cultural rules play in our lives. So her thoughts do come with some authority. Professor Gelfon says that all cultures have unwritten rules about the way its members behave, such as dress codes, child discipline and behaviour in crowds. They're not rules enforced by law. They just make living together easier. Some cultures abide by social norms quite strictly. They're tight. Others are loose with a more relaxed attitude towards rule-breakers. Interestingly, Professor Gelfond says, communities which have histories of facing disasters, plagues, famines or war, they develop strict rules to ensure cohesion. In a crisis, these rules are good. On the other hand, societies that have faced fewer threats can afford to be more permissive. 
Sometimes these cultures are also highly creative and, and they can be very innovative. This is fine in times of peace and stability. Not so good in a pandemic. So we have America and the UK losing hundreds of thousands of its citizens to COVID because they just don't fear it enough and they have short memories. Australia is in a unique position. We are a large island. We have good public health management systems and the majority of us do obey the rules. This is despite cultural warriors like Craig Kelly and Alan Jones blasting down the information highway with one selfish hand waving free. When I looked around yesterday I saw people in workplaces and in shopping centres wearing the badge of compliance, the face mask. Who would have thought the land of larrikins and surfies and Ned Kelly is really a tight, rule-abiding place to live? A look at Australian history would show this is no surprise. Adversity breeds survival. Survival.